0: Beckman Unleashed podcast 30. Here we go. I got a lot. We got a lot planned for you guys today. We are live. We're live. Here's what we're going to do. I am going to go through a way of thinking and some behavioral principles that I truly believe you can eliminate 90% of unwanted behaviors. And I believe 99% of the general public and probably 70% to 80% of dog trainers have never thought in this way. And I'm going to present it to you here in one second. We're also going to go through a viral video of Bear, the original purring Rottweiler, which many people have asked me to review. I'm going to talk about what I think about these videos. This is Rottweiler that growls at his owner. And we're going to get into that and then comments and we have voicemail and other stuff.
1: We're not going to waste anyone's time today.
0: Of course not. We never waste your time. We do an hour and a half podcast, but... That's okay. That's okay. You can click off if if you feel like like it's wasting your time. All right. Let's bring up the slide. This is called the punishment reinforcement continuum. All right. Eric thinks that word's boring, so he wants me to go crazy and try to be super exciting. But we've got the slide up for you right now. Please, please. I want you, if if your dog does anything you don't like, I want you to pay attention. And all of you have stuff that you, that your dog does that you, that you don't like. Please look at this. All right. Please understand this.
1: And can you explain it to the folks that are driving and, in their car that are listening through Apple? Oh, thank you. Spotify? And Eric, you're going to be the
0: normal guy who tries to poke holes in this. Okay. Who doesn't understand anything.
1: So like be myself. Yeah. yeah just be okay. yourself.
0: Perfect. So on the screen is a line in the middle of that line is a neutral, point. a dividing point. Thank you is neutral. This line a continuum essentially goes on forever. Okay. With reinforcement being going one way and punishment going the other way. What the, does
1: reinforcement mean?
0: It means in this case, this is basically reinforcement and punishment in consequences in the consequence you give. So an e-collar turned up to hundred is pretty far down this punishment line, right? If the dog is super sensitive and all dogs are generally sensitive to pain, it's pretty far down there. Where would affection be on this line? You see that neutrals in the middle. To a dog who never gets petted and loves its owner, it's actually pretty far down the reinforcement part, okay? To a dog who the owner pets them all the time or they don't like the owner petting them, it could be on the punishment side. Your petting is actually a punishment. And to another dog, your petting would be highly reinforcing.
1: I have a layman question already. Yeah, go ahead. So there can be positive and negative reinforcement.
0: Absolutely. Now, is e-collar turned to 100 ever reinforcing to a dog? No, It so, just, it's just now the e-collar can be reinforcing to a dog. It means excitement, but the actual hitting of the e-collar is, and listen, I'm not anti e-collar. I'm just giving you the facts here, right? You come to this podcast for facts and no nonsenseness. <laughs> You can Every be in love with the e collar, but you, you, you. We pretty much all understand the it dog what it is. the dog doesn't want that e collar to be hit, so he's going to avoid it being hit. That's why e collars work. So, Jen, whatever.
1: Under some of the buzzing things might not be as bad, right? Just the yep. light touch ones. Great right? point, Eric. I've been learning the, from Garrett Wing and uh, American the buzzing Standard of the of the e collar could be just
0: barely on the other side of neutral on the punishing side. I am saying all this because you have to understand it to get to. Where we're going to get with this, which is eliminating, understanding this so you can eliminate any behavior, but you have to understand this. Now, what was your layman question?
1: So can you give me an example of a positive reinforcement example? And then also of a negative. A starving
0: dog who uh, you give treats to.
1: Super to reinforcing.
0: Well, it any, goes down the reinforcing way, the hungrier they are. But any, re, any reward would generally
1: be reinforcing. Generally, yes. Okay. And then what's negative reinforcement? Again, I think we talked about this on a prior podcast.
0: Negative reinforcement. Okay. I don't want to get into, this isn't to get into the four legs of Skinner operant conditioning. I could do it all day. I love it. I just don't know if you guys love it. And maybe I don't care. Maybe I just want to go into things I love. So what do you say? Negative reinforcement? So what is an example of that? Negative reinforcement would be to take away something punishing. Okay. Okay. The Neg- removing of punishment. The removal of punishment. The problem with the negatives and the positives, which I didn't totally want to get into here, is the application of them. To give some, to give a shock or to give a treat is quite easy. To remove something bad, the application of it becomes much more complicated. It muddies the waters.
1: But so a negative reinforcement would be removing of the punishment, right?
0: Yes. Hence, hence the shock collar, zzz, the minute you let go, Is negative reinforcement.
1: So then, essentially, this is always logically correct, right? Because if you're applying punishment on the right side, as you remove that punishment, you're sliding down to the other side. To or
0: it's 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 going away.
1: But that is a negative form of negative reinforcement, right? Excuse me. Okay. Are you okay? You don't
0: have the negatives. Let's not get into the negatives. Okay. I can explain it all to you. Okay. But for this, the negatives are not as important. Okay. 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 Take it away. Take it away. But I like the questions. All right, because I want you to keep asking a bunch of questions. Now, there's one other aspect. This is the the consequences that are applied. Are they are they positive, which will increase behaviors, or are they? Excuse me. Are they reinforcing, which will increase behaviors, or are they punishing, which will decrease behaviors? Now, the first thing you have to do. I'm going to do counter surfing. Okay, it's a small problem, but it is a problem, and I can apply this to every single behavior. All right counter surfing the dog just getting up on the counter and smelling a steak is reinforcing they didn't get a snake steak they smelled a steak they saw a steak and they potentially by seeing it and smelling it they thought in their head i might get it you think i might get it as reinforcing absolutely coupled with the smell of steak so it probably sits depending on how hungry your dog is it sits on the reinforcing side so the dog does the behavior the behavior is then reinforced at some level, okay? So let's say it sits, as you're looking at this screen right now, an inch away from neutral, which is, you know, not right near neutral, but is down a little ways. You want the behavior of counter surfing to go away. And this is the whole point I brought this up for you. And then I can go to any other behavior. You want the, 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 the behavior of getting up on the counter, go away. It's an inch away from neutral on the reinforcing side. You want it to go away quick. You make it just more than an inch away on the punishing side why the consequence because we know we know we know where the 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 reinforcement is where it sits on this continuum it sits down over here you want it to go away in one to two corrections punishments you're going to jump to the other side and you're going to go beyond that but you have to know where it sits on that thing
1: I have a question now. Yes. So I'm not saying I would do this. So don't go ahead. Save all this stuff. But imagine what if I think the most efficient way to remove the negative behavior is rather than going an inch from the punishment, I just get the sledgehammer out and just start every unwanted behavior I smash.
0: So you're, you're, you're as far down the punishment continuum as you can possibly go. everything. You're, 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 you're on an, you're on the other end of this line which goes yeah. on forever. It's horrible. It's the worst yeah. thing ever. Well, you're going to get rid of the behavior. You're also going to do all this other damage. Have a neurotic dog. You're going to destroy your dog. Okay. So we have a call to make, right? He just said the most extreme thing you could possibly say, right? For he did it for a reason, but what if we hit the collar at hundred? It's not as far as a sledgehammer and they make the tool to go to a hundred. It's still probably too far. Why? Because do we really care about counter surfing enough that we need to eliminate it right now? No, we don't. Now, if your dog is eating the packages with cellophane and he's ingesting it all and then he grabs it and then you have an autistic child that then tries to take it from him and your child can get bit in the face for it. Okay. These are situations that need to be accounted for. Your dog could choke on the cellophane and die. Your dog could bite your autistic child and your child could be injured for the rest of their life. Now we can go down the line of punishment a little bit more because the behavior of simply grabbing a stake is actually more dangerous to multiple people. So I'm fine with going down there. Am I fine for a sledgehammer? No, no one is. Am I fine for e-collar turned up? Maybe I am. Even though you don't use them. Even though I don't use them. You get what I'm saying here, guys? So- Am
1: I work done up enough about my continuum? I like the continuum, but here's what I'm thinking. Because obviously it relates a lot to everything, parenting. You're going to have to do, so you're going to have to, in order to be good at this, you're going to have to, like, you have to display great judgment. Yes. Right? Because you have to understand. understanding. You have to rank things, right? You have to rank things. Okay. Is, is your child coming home with, um, a B plus, you know, he don't hit the. The punishment at 10, right? It depends or a thousand. Maybe you do. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, we <laughs> like don't. Kids get B pluses all the time. But versus getting in a gang fight, right? Is probably higher on that list. So you always have to be constantly analyzing things, thinking what level of punishment. So and can we we didn't define punishment? Did punishment
0: we? means anything dog doesn't like? Actually, thanks for asking. You guys want to get crazy with this? We got any behaviorists out there? We have any any Harvard level behaviorists? Listen up, okay. Punishment and reinforcement in operant terms actually does not mean like and dislike. The definition of it in operant, in Skinner terms, means does the behavior increase or decrease?
1: Okay, so you can't really argue it because it's a direct result, like a measurable
0: result. It's a measurable result. Now, yeah. we and me, for the podcast purposes yeah. and whatnot, are kind of like, well, if they like it, then the behavior is probably going to go up, which is generally true. And we but, think
1: we think spanking, right, or something when we think punishment, right? We think uh, maybe tough re- uh, leash corrections or other like physical interventions to, you know, we think of punishment as that, right? We do, but and, it, it, but that's not necessarily the case with Skinner.
0: It, it's not necessarily does the behavior go up then, it, but does behavior go down then punishment was 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 applied if the behavior doesn't go down, actual punishment does apply it, or I would argue. My whole point of this is the behavior trumps the punishment. Hence, punishment was not actually doled out.
1: There could be some confusion too, right? If you start- Their brain starts to get all weird. You have, okay, you have this, it becomes like a lottery effect, right? Where you have this chance of hitting, getting jackpotted with a stake versus a minor correction. And now it's like, "Eh, I still want to keep going after the stake. So you're- your, your level of punishment is not sufficient to- Grasshopper, I
0: trained you well.
1: Am I doing good? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going to be So you just Watch brought out.
0: up the the concept of variable reinforcement schedules, otherwise known as jackpotting to a degree. And that is the hitting the thing on the, whatever that thing's called. Uh, I, don't, slot I don't gamble. That, slot that thing. So so that's a whole nother thing. Which, can, which was the dog countersurfing argument? Counter surfing is actually tough because the dog gets a stake one in 10 times. You actually put the, you didn't put it on, but the behavior of counter surfing is on a variable schedule of reinforcement, which actually resists, which, which, um, um, makes the behavior more resistant to extinction. Okay. So the, the dog, if he only gets a stake one in 10 times, if, if the dog goes up there and gets a stake every time then you apply the punishment or the dog just simply doesn't get a stake every time. The behavior will go away quicker than if the dog gets a stake one in 10 times because the dog goes, I have to try. I only get it one in 10 times. I could give you examples with people too. I have to get up there a hundred times. They they found that before I get the stake. Well, they think it's one in 10, but actually it's, they're going to try longer is all I'm trying to say. I've got a layman question again. Go ahead.
1: Okay. So one time my biology teacher said that the drive to mate within dogs is so, uh, intense that they can often like jump over a fence and like essentially hang themselves in the process of trying to get to the neighbor's dog,
0: you know, and there's, well, they hung themselves because they jumped a fence. They didn't try, they didn't. But they no, will hang through, themselves. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess that fair point, fair point. Yeah. But you see my point of that. Yes. They're willing to go humans they, too. They'll yeah, no doubt. And they'll they'll also fight with one another to get for sure rights as well. So my my question around um the punishment, it really comes into a question that the pod had asked about uh prince and saying, like, doesn't Prince go after all of these females at the facility? And some help never, them? Yeah, but well, we never asked him because he's obviously intact. Yeah. So the question is, wouldn't wouldn't uh, these engagements with Prince be like jackpotting at like a thousand for him? So yes. like how do you stop that behavior? Or do you even stop it? Okay. Or is Prince fathering Prince, a bunch Prince, of children we don't or Prince uh, is different, puppies
0: we don't know about? Prince is a different story. Okay. Kay? Why? Because because me saying knock it off is more uh, uh punishing than um, humping a female is reinforcing. But you're that's, that, that's, you're that important yes. to Prince. <laughs> I am. And it's not because of punishment or e-callers or anything. Uh, my, I'm, 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 I'm God to Prince. I didn't plan it this way, but not to dog training, just to Prince
1: to Prince. Okay. Did I say dog training? No, I was just throwing that in there
0: <laughs> uh, to print. I, I don't know what to tell you guys. Prince looks at me, Prince, the cats, he loves the cats. Uh, prince if i go if i talk to prince when he's playing with the cats he's like oh my daddy's talking to me like it's just the way it is i uh, we don't need to get okay but there's a level of um yes so okay but in general um pick a behavior you want me to break down with this i did counter surfing that was was
1: kind of the one i wanted to break down with oh okay it seems like the hardest one right let's go
0: um the sexual drive is high okay a normal dog sexual drive um yeah, non-prince. Um, I mean, th- 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 there's a difference between jumping a fence for the sexual drive and being mounted on a female sexual drive and stopping those, um, because the the reinforcement there's more distance. Jumping the fence is is a long ways off from the final reinforcement of humping a female. In the middle of humping a female, that would be hard <laughs> to stop a dog from doing it. Or it with it could with be a verbal correction with a verbal correction exactly or all right let's let's we're off topic Can't we're in we're in humping of dogs um we are talking Eric about dogs fascinated on humans, with so you know the humping aspect of this whole deal all right but let's Inquiry get a common, common uh, a problem what do you want come problem jumping
1: aggression yeah well, uh, let me let me think um, okay get,
0: what do you want to get what do people want to get
1: rid of i want to get rid of something i have an idea because i've seen okay. it a lot go ahead when we go on walks our neighbors have dogs and the dogs literally lose their mind barking at and the other dogs. Yeah. And lunging and basically aggressively right. leash reactivity. Okay. Leash
0: reactivity. Take it away. All right. Re- leash reactivity. One, I, I there's other things to this getting your dog exercise, getting your dog socialized. Those are sort of big picture different stuff. This is operant. All right. Google operant conditioning. This is operant that I'm talking about. This has nothing to do with classical conditioning, which is a whole different thing. So operantly, what you're talking about, you have to look at the reinforcement they're getting from freaking out on the leash. What do they get? What's the reinforcement they're getting? Their brain is getting worked up because many people's dogs have a super boring life and they go on one walk a day and they run around their boring backyard and they chew on their boring thing and their dog's boring. So them getting worked up on a leash is getting them going the same way you go work out and you feel good afterwards, right? You're like, whoa, that was weird. I should work out more. That was pretty cool. Now we like don't always work out Teenagers
1: going out to party on a Friday night.
0: Whatever, exactly. You get, we're looking at videos. You get all worked up, right? My kids watching YouTube, right? They get it, oh, it, it does something to their brain. You get all worked up. It's inherently reinforcing.
1: Can I read the The definition? other
0: thing is possibly, hold on, possibly if they want that dog to go away from barking and lunging, Oftentimes the dog will go away. Dog will change direction. How about lunging at a person on a leash at a restaurant? The dog goes, I just want to stay with my dad. So they're getting reinforced for the behavior. They're also getting energy out. You don't exercise your dog enough. Well, barking and lunging, they're getting this fast twitch energy out. They're getting reinforced from it. So where does that reinforcement lie? That's your call to make. Okay. I would say for barking and lunging, maybe, oh, here's the other one. Big one. You occasionally, let's say they want to play with dogs and they bark and lunge. Happens all the time. You occasionally let your dog pull and play with another dog. Why the hell wouldn't they pull next time? And then they start to bark because they feel frustrated. So your dog actually doesn't hate dogs, but he barks and lunges and you reinforce it because they get to the dog. So there's all this reinforcement. So you have to apply a punishment that is equal way over here. The problem with leash reactivity is... Leash corrections don't do it. Why are prong collars big and e-collars big? They can take that point and they can go way over there. Mm -hmm. Now, my method of leash walking isn't all that operant. My method is an early on tamp down process in an undistracted environment. That's my doorway method and my turning method, which doesn't happen once your dog freaks out. It is my opinion with my training. You have lost by the time, time your dog freaks out for the most part right? You have a lot of work to do early. That I do not believe is the opinion of e-collar trainers where they have the tool that can take that punishment. They can actually override that reinforcement much easier than my method of leash walking or leash reactivity can. They have the tool. I don't have the tool. I don't have the prong. I don't have the e-collar My because I don't want to use them. My method is a different method.
1: You don't need to use them. I
0: don't need to go jump over to the to the opposite side and trump the reinforcement. I, I don't have the ability to do that, really.
1: So the punishment, so imagine they wanted, they're pulling that leash and they want to do something and they're doing it right now. So now they're being reinforced. There's no punishment. Because there's essentially no punishment. But what if I were to not correct the dog, okay. but I were to pull the dog backward yes. away? Right, and then walk the other way. He starts to come back, and I pull him back, and he starts doing this over and over. He's not being punished in the sense of like physically punished. It doesn't work. But you're removing what he wants. I know. What did I say about remove
0: about the removal aspect of operant conditioning? What did I say five minutes ago about about the negatives? They're ambiguous. It muddies the waters. You're you're talking about now the negatives, the negative punishment, negative reinforcement. The problem. It's, 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 it's not clear enough.
1: No, it might not be clear enough, but it would still be defined as punishment. Probably if you're removing, but if you're removing what it wants to do, I know you're taking it away from the playground. I know, but it's a dog. I know
0: you're, you're, where's the moment of understanding from the dog in this slow pull away. So the lack of clarity, clarity, the lack of
1: is the problem messaging to the the negatives Right. If you don't message it quick enough and in the right touch, That's it doesn't right. know what's happening. That's right. It just thinks you're moving
0: for a different reason. There needs to be a moment, right? W- counter surfing. I'd I gone into counter surfing. I didn't jump into what to do. I just got the thinking around it. You clap, which is the marker. Then you apply the punishment, which is possibly a grab or a walk into them. But there needs to be a marker. Why, are, why is clicker training good? because you mark the correct behavior then you reinforce that behavior you give yourself time my punishment marker is a clap then an approach and i never clap without the approach early on i clap i approach i grab that is the punishment but i have to mark it there needs to be this moment of of of, of marking of, of something that that something is coming the reinforcement's coming or the punishment's coming hmm
1: so operant conditioning sometimes referred to as instrumental conditioning is okay. a method of learning that uses rewards and punishment to modify That's behavior. It.
0: That's a basic, a good one.
1: Through operant conditioning, behavior that is rewarded is likely to be repeated and behavior that is punished will rarely occur. I have a question. Yeah. So we talked about, or I talked I love about this spanking, stuff. right? Uh, and now we're not saying spanking good, spanking bad. We're not saying spank your dog. We're not saying spank your child. What, what I'm asking is from a punishment standpoint, yep. it seems to me that spanking checks a lot of boxes on the punishment, as far as you're saying sending that signal, sending that yep, that what clarity, right? I mean it's it's okay. hard to it's punishing, generally speaking. I mean yes. and it's fast. Or it can it's be it's not fast. that fast. It can be fast. I guess it depends. Back problem in my is, day, I,
0: it was fast. Problem is it's it's generally done with anger. Which is the wrong way to spank your child? True. It's 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 okay. The other problem is, you have all this rigmarole until this punishment happens. So you're you're like grabbing them. You're going into the room. You're you got all this stupid stuff.
1: My spanking was faster when I got spanked as a kid. I never like got spanked. Grab, my, uh, my, my
0: mom would take out the wooden spoon. And she'd be like, and she never used it, but she would threaten. She could be listening to this podcast, just so you know. No, she's definitely listening to this podcast. And she'd threaten. She spanked me once in a mall. And I still remember to this day. I remember where I was in the mall. Were you horrified? Were you embarrassed? I I think so. I remember where it was. It was at the um, the Eugene Mall, whatever the heck that thing's called. Anyway, and I still bring it up to her to this day. And she still feels
1: bad about it. Can I? She shouldn't. Can I ask you an abstract question about this? continuum yes okay so what about have you heard that like teenage girls often can be kind of vicious with each other with the gossiping and this type of stuff i've definitely heard that are there is there stuff that goes on within like maybe not necessarily humans but just these um would be non-physical like corrections right like i I guess even like somebody saying don't talk about that or it's like snuffing somebody could be considered like a way social way of like Punishing somebody for bringing up a topic. Well, shadow banning. I don't know, whatever.
0: Um, I, I'll go to your female thing. Um, as soon as someone figures this out, they're going to, um, make a lot of money because this is not being figured out in society right now. This high school girl, middle school girl thing that's go, that's going on and probably has always gone on mm-hmm. it thing. By the way, this is operant. I've said it many times. What you're talking about, we're talking, that's different. This there are things that are deep within people and animals that that are not operant, that cannot be fixed operantly. That is classical conditioning, and that is other things. This is a small part of behavior. I'm bringing it up because it's a behavior you need to understand in order to reduce these behaviors. But you get into something as deep within middle school aged girls doing certain things. You go out of the realm of this. And explain, people need to understand that.
1: Can you explain ca- classical conditioning? I brought up a, a definition. I still don't oh my understand God. what they're saying. Oh my what's gosh. the what's the layman? Oh, okay. of uh, what is uh, classical uh, uh, conditioning? Um, um
0: <clears throat> automatic responses. <clears throat> God, I haven't looked it. Up. I'm not going to look at it. Okay, it would be it would be more feelings based, more emotions based, more automatic response based. You grew up in a house. You walk back into that house 20 years later, that house still has the same smell. Mm-hmm. You are flooded with happiness or you are flooded with sadness. That is sort of a classical condition, a powerful classical conditioning example, I would say. A couple of the definitions what does the definition? look like
1: uh, classical conditioning involves forming an association between two stimuli resulting in a learned response. Uh, there are basic phases of this process but yeah, i think yeah. but it was it sounds like it's a lot of stimulus and like the pairing of things it's the pairing okay it's, it's the, the
0: pairing p- of things but but there's automatic responses the op operant class operant conditioning is is about um th- they choose to do the they choose to do or not do the behavior based on punishments so it's, and almost reinforcements. Like, is, it's almost this like is conscious unconscious skinner excuse me um pavlov Russian scientist, there's a reason he did salivation, salivate Salivation. Salivation in dogs. It's an automatic response to food. Mm. He did not it, you have to do with automatic responses. So when you I classical conditioning, I don't think this. I know this. Classical conditioning trumps operant conditioning every single day. It's way more important. It's way more important you understand
1: it. But, but it's deeper, conditioning, right? it's and deeper to understand
0: and harder to get and harder to change emotional response, change change a dog to not salivate over food Change Instead of walking in your house that you grew up in, that makes you sad, automatically become happy. Now, if I wanted to change someone's response, I would then continue to bring them into the house that they grew up in and I would give them um, a cake and then they'd come in again. I'd give them another cake and they would come in again. That smell of the house would instantly become a ha- they would become happy due to their association with cake. It would trump their association with growing up. So and we- how many times do I need to do that? Maybe a hundred, maybe two. I don't know.
1: So the interesting thing about maybe the force free, because I hear them say this sometimes is like classical conditioning where, um, the dog might be doing something for a certain reason. I think you would say, we don't care why it wants to bite somebody. We are where we are today, and we only have so many tools. I can't. I don't know or even care why he wants to bite his mom. I do care why. I mean, you might care, right?
0: No, I get what you're saying. Here's the thing: there's two things wrong. Yes, I sometimes don't care why. Two, there are many people who are actually just simply off about why they want to bite that person. So, but you
1: can't classically condition a dog in a short period of time, can you?
0: You, 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 you can. You can, if they don't really want to bite somebody, they just kind of want to bite somebody. So you want to get into classical conditioning. I love it. I'm going to go, I'm going to go off, bro. This is the greatest thing in the world. It me. will be the greatest podcast or the worst one. Yeah. They're either into it or they're not into yeah, that's fine. it. You can I'm, into, t- it. I'm, I'm into it more than anything. Listen, this is, this is, I'm doing what even the talkers, the people who talk about training and never show you training, they can't do this. They can't do this. They can't do 5% of what I'm going to say today. They don't don't have the the knowledge of what I'm going to say. And yet, I'm still showing you dog training videos based on all this knowledge. I would love to make money talking about training. You can tell I can do it all day. It's the greatest thing ever. It's right up your alley. All right. So you just... Okay. So. All right. A dog is a little nervous of people when, when you approach... The dog growls or maybe lunges, but it's not this intense hatred to bite somebody. Okay. And you, this could be on any, anywhere on the, it actually applies to this a little bit, right? They get reinforced for the person leaving. Okay. If I walk up to a dog growling at me and I do this all the time and it goes against operant conditioning, it goes against sort of the elements of this continuum. I will treat a dog all day long for growling at me. I am operantly reinforcing the wrong behavior, but what am I doing classically? Just building up an association between you and the dog. Yeah. Guess what? Trump's operant conditioning all day long. Classical conditioning trumps it. I, I reinforce, um, I reinforce bad behaviors with my treat method all the time. Now it's harder to do with dog on dog aggression because the dog people, we can say, stand there, which is you find threshold. Okay. Toss treats. Okay. Come closer. Okay. Don't open hand treats. Okay. Now I want you to pet, then treat, pet, then treat, pet, then treat dog gets used to the person then dog gets even more used to person because the person's bringing a treat up then we associate the touching with the treat and then we get to where we want to go
1: so is a so is slow exposure for a dog classical conditioning it's
0: it's it's more in the classical conditioning realm
1: yeah just okay and then would you say that this operant conditioning so punishing or punishment reinforcement continuum which you've diagrammed here yeah, I think so this is a this is part, or this is a subset of operant conditioning, right? It's, it's up. It's a a subset. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a explanation kind of of it in a sense. It's a,
0: it's a weird little corner of it that explains one aspect of it.
1: And so with the classical conditioning piece, um, how, how are you looking at that from this, um, the exposure of the dog piece where you are slowly building or you're, you're showing, you're trying to associate, right? Cause it's saying parasit- desensitization You're trying to associate you're with this dog. Nothing bad's happening. Even though you thought something bad was going to happen. Okay. Now we're slowly getting closer and closer. You're continuing to, are you educating the dog that like, there's nothing to be afraid of?
0: Yeah. A number of things are going on. Um, the dog is desensitizing to me or to a dog, right? Prince goes on the deck. We'd let that go on for ten minutes, just desensitization, sort of this natural process that all animals do, which is when a stimulus is they're not used to the stimulus, then they're around the stimulus more. They just they're they're everything just goes down, right? Some animals, one cat loves Prince, one cat still has not desensitized to Prince, even though Prince has done nothing scary to the cat. Takes one cat much longer.
1: So then you
0: you put in sort of the treats coming from. The person let's say now you get into the operant conditioning realm a little bit while socialization and
1: desensitization is happening so desensitize to make, to make someone le- less sensitive less likely to feel shock or distress at scenes of cruelty violence or i mean that's, that's obviously terrible. like uh for kids and playing um oh. video games probably oh so from a photo of or right from or yeah to free someone or probably a dog from a phobia or neurosis by gradually exposing <clears> the person to the thing that is it feared. is feared. Right. That's the answer. That's right. the that would be ours. Relevant right? one, right? Make less sensitive. Um, so how do you think about from being a boss? If you were to be a boss, could you can use this continuum, right? To say if you are good at with like employees as an example, um rewarding p- good behavior that you're seeing, right, yep. at the right level of reward, and then also yes uh providing some form of there's write-ups, there's firing, there's just like pay downgrades. But there's also just like a verbal, like, that wasn't a very good job. Today. Right.
0: And where does this sit? Where does, I mean, this is, this is not the this. You understand this, right? The, the, the thing they did was horrible. They made an employee feel unsafe at work. That punishment needs to go beyond. Yeah. Well, they didn't get reinforced maybe for doing that. The behavior of itself though, was so severe. We need to go to the other and side we've, of that.
1: We probably punishment. all had bosses. On and why the would they the do continuum? that
0: behavior if they weren't reinforced? Why did they do it? if they weren't highly reinforced for it, you know? So you can kind of assume maybe there was a lot of reinforcement in there. I think They were, they were saying sexual things to an employee. Well, that's a big drive for them. Yeah. They don't and care we, about
1: the job, right? They care about hooking up with the girl or doing whatever they're trying to do yeah. potentially. Right. Yeah. So, so
0: let, let's get, unless you have another question, let's get into more dog behaviors.
1: Okay. So my question and around what I said. punishment. Um, so really that ability to hit, the right level of punishment and is barely just, go over. And what I laugh about this a little bit, because I think about, um, maybe the touch is the word that that smooth touch that a high level dog trainer has with a dog. Whereas when you start coaching folks on how to correct their dog, they've never done it before. And then it's like their dog does something undesirable and you're like, Hey, and then they go to correct it. And then it's like three to four seconds late. And they just like rip the dog's head off. And you're like, Whoa, bro, calm down with like, that was a sledgehammer yeah you're you're you do the job
0: for the most part if you're on that punishing side around in or out of the the same distance away from neutral as it all is on the reinforcement side i'm not even saying to go beyond you want to get the behavior done quick go just beyond the same distance it is from the reinforcement side but you can kind of do anything up to that neutral point on the punishing side, the behavior will just go away slower. Yeah. Right. They're still kind of getting reinforced for the behavior, but there's some punishment applied. You could argue the behavior will eventually go away, but you want to get away quicker, go beyond it.
1: Uh, like the hey, or whatever types of yep. markers that yep. you do, they are pretty powerful, right? For the ability if you if they know you're a no get type of guy. Like you, right? okay. The
0: hay and the clap are essentially—they're barely punishing. They just sit on the other side of punishing, on, on, uh, on from the neutral side. They're not a punisher; they're a but, marker.
1: But could not a an incredibly loud hay from a, a deep voice man but, who they yeah, don't but, know could potentially be like,
0: well, yes. But is it more? Is it more punishing than the potential mistake? Or, or, or even even creep close to that, not really. That's why you follow up then you fade out the 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 grab and what I and sh- I have an I have a counter in my office, right? and I've had it for 15 years. I've seen a lot of dogs get up on that counter. I eventually go, hey, and then I actually do a move like I'm getting up, but I literally get to there. So you fade out, which by the way, fading is the key to operantly training things. You got to get rid of the treat. you got to fade these things out. you fade out the punishment. So I I go get the dog, I grab him, I sit him down, and then kind of go, oh, okay, dude. He marked it. Then the punishment was applied. And then I eventually I do that a few times, then I eventually go off, or I can put a cue to it if I want. Or I can go, hey, and the dog literally is like, I'm off. And they actually walk away from the counter in anticipation of the punishment. Then I eventually just have to go, hey. And I actually I yeah. still do the move personally. I'm I add that little, I'm gonna get up, but I don't get up. And then eventually I put a cue to it. You I mark say
1: off. Yeah, you mark the behavior and do the whatever the Skinner version of punishing is, and then you slowly fade it away. Then when you mark, it has an impact that it didn't have because it's already been trained.
0: It's the associate. Yes. And now the hay actually has an association in the same classically, like a classical. classically classical with and yes, with the clicker too, it actually becomes highly reinforcing, whereas a clicker actually has no reinforcing value in and of itself. The hay really has not much. Punishing
1: value in and of itself. I was thinking more from like a young kid's perspective. If you have those gnarly big uncles that they have that booming voice and you're like three and you're doing something wrong, and then they they do that like, hey, and it just scares the ever-loving hell out of you, you know? Yep. Like there's a level of punishment to that.
0: Just I would agree. I think there could be some differences whereas it's it's possible you at three have never heard a voice like that I would argue a dog inning on a counter actually has heard a fair amount of haze and so we need to actually apply more um actual punishment why am I doing this in quotes because, because it's not this what is, they think this of. is not what they think it is yeah oh you can't use punishment you use punishment every day a thousand times a day yeah. on your children and the people you love the most. When someone
1: cuts Quit you off. Quit acting like you don't when use punishment. When someone cuts you off, right? And you look yeah. at them and give them a little sneer or like a, Anything. a, a look of disappointment.
0: A, you, use it a, you do it a thousand times a day. Yeah,
1: so that's why you say
0: quotes. That's why I say, oh, you can't punish your dog. Of course, you, you punish your dog all day long. You put a leash on your dog, it hits the end, you punish them, you force three people. So then it becomes a certain level. Yeah, it's Those a levels, levels thing. Aggression, I mean, that's that. That's a tougher deal with this, right? With this, because it be it's out of the operant f- stage, but it all applies right here. You got to understand where the behavior itself sits. You have a dog that enjoys fighting. You're in trouble. Bro, you, you know how long, how far down that reinforcement scale that is? Their brain isn't even, I mean, they click and they just go into a place of, I was meant to do this. I I I love this. How about a dog that doesn't enjoy fighting but enjoys pinning dogs, which is very common and really not that bad. Like dominant dogs sometimes like lay down for me. Okay, it's not good. It's not bad. How much is that dominance? I know dominant men. They are they are dominant through and through. There's not many of them. There are actually a lot of fake dominant guys. I know a guy who's truly he can't help it. I like he's one of my best friends. He's that guy. Yeah,
1: I think I know who you're talking
0: about. He's that guy. I love him for it. Yeah. He's just he can't change it. Yeah. And yeah. and so that's who he is. And that's not even the reinforcement thing necessarily. It's there's just things that are internal to dogs and to people that are really hard to get rid of. That sex drive, that dominant nature, that that um if you get into like a narcissist or something. Like yeah. you can't even help narcissistic it's people. Become, they, yeah. They're they're they cannot they will, you can't recover from it. It's 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 in you. It's, it's, a it's neurosis, from a childhood yeah. trauma that you have a false reality of yourself. You literally it, you literally don't. These things are deep. That's why the video. Oh, and the video I was going to show you guys is this Pipple going at this lady on the bed. I wasn't going to trash the lady or anybody because it's a that dog's mentally ill. Yeah. Like when you get into the mental illness, this stuff doesn't apply. Mental illness, this operantly doesn't fix mental illness, generally speaking.
1: Yeah, but there is a level of Caesar millan right, with the pack leader stuff that, uh, especially as it relates to new environments, right, where I think we were talking about this on the podcast like 10 episodes ago about how um, sir, obviously there's problems with um, drug use in Vietnam and so forth. But when they came back, some people, because of the new environment, different people weren't there. The drugs weren't available for okay. them or whatever. And they just stopped abusing heroin or whatever at that point. And so it was like, but uh, it's kind of like my point is more around Caesar of they, of course they have this pack that they integrate into and the dogs will do the corrections on the, the small dog generally or whatever. Yes. But he, his calm, assertive energy, as he likes to say, is essentially, um, creating a new scenario for the dog in us in some ways, which could get better, maybe like way better results by itself than the old habits and right home that they right. live in. currently. I see right? it every day in my facility. Yeah. Cause yeah. they don't have as big of a problem when you take the, leash. well, that's,
0: that would be what I call, um, a hit. Uh, um, I call it like, um, <clears throat> uh, rehearsal of behavior. Mm-hmm. So I can take a leash of a dog, literally not do anything and the dog is different. I do nothing different from the owner because I'm just a different guy, right? Oh, that's why I say change the stimulus of mm-hmm. the collar. I'll go if they're on a choke chain. I'll go to a regular. If they're on a regular, I'll go to easy walk. If it if they don't if it doesn't work on an easy walk, I'll go to a regular. You have to change the feeling or the rehearsal of the behavior on that thing because they've done so much badness on that thing. Yeah, your Vietnam analogy. That the minute you change it, there's a thing in the brain that just
1: the f- everything, the feeling changes. You're almost like marking a new environment or something like this is a new area in which things are different. Yeah, yeah, can yeah. can be,
0: could be different. I took a dog, that video I did of the Great Dane, posted it a month ago. I, ra- I rarely have the clients leave. I had him leave for 30 minutes. I changed the dog. I got the dog with dogs. I got the dog with people. I said, when you come back, you have to walk in a different human being. I said it on the video, in mm-hmm. fact because we had this opportunity of newness that we're going to never have again. If, if that got, because he's got to leave the dog with me, the dog has to do a bunch of fun stuff. Then he's going to rock in a new person. If he just, if he just gives me the leash and then changes, or he tries to change while the dog's on the leash,
1: the dog, it won't work. So anyway. theoretically, yeah. do you think there is many areas, whether it's, Kind of the classical conditioning or the operant conditioning that don't pretty much equally apply to humans <clears throat> other than uh, mentally ill people in dogs you mean no i mean like these principles still apply almost equally with humans like obviously with the classical conditioning example where these early childhood traumas or issues right. have caused them to act neurotically or you or know whatever yeah, badly what, yeah whatever they're doing and so obviously somebody maybe it's a psychologist or some some new stimulus can come in and be like we have to rebuild you in a yeah. way but they all these principles still more or less hold true just the way this would be holding true with the reinforcement yeah. versus punishment yeah right so there's no not much of a difference a difference in what in how things work. You you, you wouldn't say operant condition, conditioning works on dogs, if it's oh. done correctly. You'd say, well, oh, it also no. works
0: on humans too. Oh, it's all, this is just behavior. It works, works on, on rats. Now, there's problems with operant conditioning. There's giant problems with operant conditioning. And this is where I like hate what? to- Like <laughs> what? The tests were done with rats in cages. Yeah, but the hitting of levers was done in an environment that was the most boring environment in the history of the world. But maybe That is a real
1: problem. But maybe that's not a problem with operant conditioning, but it's a problem with Skinner's experiments. Well, it's a, par- it's a problem with applying it to the real world.
0: Yeah, It works with zoo animals. I'm from, I'm from the world of operant conditioning. They're in a cage. They're in the water. They literally have nothing else going on. Whereas people... Whereas people, there's a lot more going on. There's a lot more stimuli out there with dogs on walks. There's a lot more. This doesn't always apply.
1: But you see what I'm saying, right? The not conflating, uh, yes, not I conflating do. one guy, one experiment with a uh, uh, an approach or a a uh, not even a diagnosis of op- what operant conditioning really is.
0: Yes, the behaviors are true. They put rats and they said, okay, we're going to go to a one-to-one ratio. You hit the lever, one piece of food comes out. Then they were like, okay, what if we make him hit it twice before a few pieces? Okay, what if we went to a variable schedule? Well, the rat ended up going and hitting the freaking lever a thousand times for one treat. So they came up with all this. So your point is, yes, it's true behaviorally. Mm -hmm. I think this is your point. It doesn't, he's not wrong. Skinner wasn't wrong. But he's right only in 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 controlled environments. Prisons, you could probably get to get to this stuff holding somewhat true. Oh, there's a lot of stuff in prisons. We both watch prison videos. We love those, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your boy Wes Watson. More than we should. But yeah. Um, Shout out Wes Watson. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So dog animals in a zoo environment. That's why, that's why a lot of these dog trainers don't know what they're talking about. They take their cues from zoos. And from SeaWorld, these animals can't go anywhere.
1: So I have a thought These experiment. rats can't go anywhere. If I came up with an example of something I saw in prison, I wonder if you could name a dog that you've worked with that would be very similar to this person, okay? Okay, quick. So basically the idea is that it was on one of these these jail shows, but essentially the guy was in prison and they would say like, you need to cuff up. And he'd be like, I'm not cuffed up, but he wanted to tangle. So he like, liked to fight, right? So they would eventually come in there uh with either um some type of pepper spray or whatever and there would be like 14 cops or um you know whatever they call them prison guards that would come in there yep. and he would just fight them to the death and they'd eventually get a hold of him and then the whole time you'd be like let's let's go again tomorrow right so he actually yep. enjoyed okay this thing I don't need to explain this to you. Why? Because you know. No, but I'm talking about do you think of a dog that you're oh like, that's a that dog. That's what you wanted.
0: Right, right, right. We all okay so let's just say why that guy would do that. There's a number of reasons why you do that.
1: He's well, let's bored, say it, right? It, it gets him.
0: Well, one, it would get him street cred in the yard if he ever makes it to the yard, right? Yeah. Do you, they're, they're like this guy. This guy will brawl fifteen um, um, guards. Mm-hmm. He he's got credit in the yard. Am I right? You're yeah. you're a prison guy. Okay.
1: I'm not really a prison guy. But
0: <laughs> you <can> watch. <laughs> okay. Uh, how about? I do watch locked how up. About, though. How about the um, the thing that goes on in in his head, in his mind when he's fighting? Right, he's getting all worked up. It's great. He's getting going. Right, the same way you like working out. Okay, he,
1: he's getting a re. But is he also not getting a reinforcement for being like, "You don't tell me what to do"? Kind of attitude.
0: Yeah, he could. Yeah, there could be many levels of reinforcement in there. The the then there's an eventual consequence, which is sitting in the hole for a month. The problem with that is is it's kind of I don't know if we trumped if the hole trumps plus the hole for a month is, is, is parsed out, right? Yeah. There's, there's only a little bit of punishment each day real quick. That's there's, there's the clarity isn't there. Now, if you said you, you hit the guy over the back of the head with a baseball bat, they can't do that. I don't think the guards can't do that. It would probably be a more effective thing than the whole for a month, but you get into corporal punishment and all this stuff yeah. where you just can't do that. That's probably the way to fix that. This sort of instant yeah marker that is so severe so painful that that it might get rid of that behavior the whole for a month he also might have there it could be um, um psychological problems right which what did we say about that <laughs> most, they, they... most
1: certainly there's some level well i was thinking too there's just like a, lo- a defiant personality that and also probably like you said earlier a true alpha male who's like i'm no not tells me anything yeah like i don't care if you have a gun or whatever or a badge yeah i will i will never surrender to you yeah and but also i think it, it, could it be relates to the dog because it's like the actual like the punishment of we're gonna grab you spray you and rough you up is actually a reinforcement to him like because he actually likes the fight yeah. probably the attention yeah, that comes yeah. Along with the it. attention
0: you know a lot of kids they they'll do stuff for attention but, um, okay, you, here, here's this the dog. This is the best podcast ever. Ever. Say. Here's the dog, okay? It's a, uh, I don't even know if I say this dog's right, an alibi or a Tibetan Mastiff. I see these videos of these dogs and there's r- actual wolves, not like North American, Canadian gray wolves, which are massive, but sort of the Kazakhstani, these smaller wolves. And he's around a big piece of meat and all these wolves. And he's like putting all these wolves down. That is a alpha dog Mm -hmm. that is that that would have to be attacked by a bigger alpha dog and pinned so many a few times at least before he actually got the the hint that he's not top dog so maybe maybe that would be that i wouldn't say it's like the pit bull that loses his mind and says i'm going to kill that other i i think it's almost more of a dominance a dominance thing than it is a mind switch that 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 5% of pits have in them that says, I'm going to go and I'm going to go hard and I'm not going to stop till that thing stops moving. That's real, by the way. Anyone who says that's not real, you need to work with more pit bulls. Well, you need to be in the 20, 30, 40, 100 pit bull range to understand that's real. What I say, 5%? That means you could work with 10 pit bulls and never see it. You work with yeah. 20, you might see one that you don't have the correlation yet. You work with 100, you're going to see five pit bulls that are like that and you're going to start to go oh you work with a thousand labs you probably won't see the lab that tries to
1: disfigure somebody
0: kill and shake another dog till it stops moving
1: so what i like about this conversation is a uh, long time ago when we were talking about the idea of beckman unleashed and maybe being some oh, type of video you thing unleashed? uh well you're well i was thinking unhinged more than unleashed but they're both working they work pretty good but So we always love the element of nature in wild animals and and how, yeah, prisons and how things really work though, right? Yeah. Like like this, you know, we've talked about this on the podcast, but, you know, prisons and things like that, they are the way they are. You might not like them or not want to look at what is happening in there, but the human behavior, there is human behavior that's happening in. As chaotic as it might seem from the outside, things are happening in there for a specific reason. Yeah, We could study that. that is true. What I was thinking, though, should is be studied. you can be an alpha male pit bull or you can be an alpha male anything, right? And um, generally, a non-mentally ill agent or whatever, they would know, okay, this guy's way bigger than me, way stronger than me, way tougher than me, and way more intense than me. I should probably back down so I don't get shaken to death. Yes. But then what, what I love about what I was just trying to say about this, this Beckman Unleash thing is I watched recently. It was, um, one of the many lion versus hyena situations yep. Yep. where it's like that lion, the male lion eventually grabs that hyena and basically chomps it. It's like that, that lion wants to kill that hyena. Yeah. Now, That's a very unique relationship in a while though but they're coming in to stop him so it's like there is but it's not that it's not that the hyena isn't tough he's very tough but, tough as it gets but but the thing is is where you uh, you have you have two sides of it. you have the the person or dog or whatever that believes it's the alpha and will not give up no matter what but in nature a lot of times they'll just die because that out al- that lion will get a hold of you And he doesn't care how tough you think you are. He'll just smash you and he'll eat you. Yeah. Which is great. Just like, what if you're a, what if you're a really alpha gazelle? You know what I mean? Yeah. You'll, you'll hump a lot
0: of women, a lot of female gazelles, but you're going to die.
1: But that, when that lion gets a, you're going to learn who the king of the jungle is.
0: Yeah. But being an alpha, even in gazelle world would be good for the male, bad for the female. She's got no role in the gazelle society of being an alpha female makes no sense but the male would actually be selected for because in alpha because he uh, would possibly fight the other males off. But then it doesn't matter when the lion comes
1: how alpha you are. I d- did I mention last week- I love lions. Did I mention I last week them. about the hippo and, and the elephant fight? No, I've probably seen it, but it was amazing. Cause you think you hear that rhinos and hippos are just super tough, they which are. obviously they are. Right. But everything is relative, right? Yeah. You're tough. until you know, until the elephant comes in the room. Oh yeah. And, and so the, um, I think the hippo was with its baby and it wanted, it was, I think it was trying to protect its baby and it was afraid. And so the, the elephant was just trying to kind of pass by yeah. and because of it, I think the, the hippo went at the elephant. Yeah. The elephant was like, you want to roll bro? And he, and he, he started sticking his, um, tusks into the side of him and he mm. like launched him into the muddy water. Yeah. And, uh, the hippo was like, Oh, like this is going down and it starts taking off with its kit. And that elephant started charging after it. And then you're like the, and that's like the joke. I think I've told it on the podcast about, you know, the, the lion asks everyone who the King of the jungle is right. And then they're like, you are Mr. Lion. And then the elephant smashes yes. the lion and he goes, You don't have to get mad because you don't know the answer. Yeah. But it truly is. We all think the lion is the king of the jungle, but he's not. No, the the the
0: elephant is the king of everything in this world besides humans. He is the biggest on land, toughest on land. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, There's uh, nothing close, right? It's nothing close. No. Because even hippos are monstrous and powerful. That's, That's nothing. But they're small compared to an elephant.
0: Yeah. The hippo rhino one's a good one. That's actually a pretty close one. They're about um, the
1: same size, right? About a uh, hippos, more. all oh, really? water
0: animals generally weigh more. So you'll see like a dolphin. You're like, Oh, that's a good size dolphin. It's 800 pounds. You're like, what? It, the they, water animals are, are they're packed differently. Like more puffy or they're, what? There's more in there. Okay. There's more. Uh, uh if you saw a 12,000 pound killer whale, it would not look as big as a 12,000 pound, um, um, bull elephant. They're just, they're different. It's all, they're heavier because they can be heavier. They're in water. They're heavier than they look. This is not an exciting topic. This well, is a Joel topic.
1: But I still think, so I, I thought it was interesting. I was listening to that book. Uh, so outside. the hippo, the hippo
0: generally is actually weighs more than that rhinoceros. Although I think that they look very similar size. Go
1: ahead. But that rhinoceros is, um, tusk is, something that you don't want to get smashed with too much
0: probably. oh yeah and the hippos do this stupid thing right their whole thing is that mouth open mm-hmm. so their mouth opens and it literally opens like this big and there's two tusks and every animal looks at them and goes the hell is that like yeah. there's no horn there's no it's just this massive thing that goes real skinny then goes real wide then goes real skinny then and animals are always tripped out by it. Yeah. I think if I was a rhino, I'd go around whooping hippos because I'm actually tougher than rhinos are way tougher than hippos.
1: Did you see where the 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 hippo bit the lion's lower jaw? Did you see that the one? Hippo? Yes. He oh I, he like grabbed a hold of its head, it's like yeah. face. The the hippo goes and grabs the lion. But and then you know like that yeah, that lion's gonna die, right? Because No, got he his, ran away. No, but his lower jaw was like destroyed. Oh, I didn't see that. You didn't one. see that one. And we won't it show it. I mean, you can if you want to. I mean, hey, we're already so far into the podcast. I don't think you're gonna find it. <clears throat> um I've never seen it. If I've never seen it, are you trying to say if you've never seen it, it doesn't exist? I am. So you're
0: saying a hippo bit the no. jaw of a lower lot of a lion? Yeah. Their big ass mouth bit the little under ass under mouth of a hippo
1: bites lion jaw off. I would bet I would the, bet it is too. The one it is. And we could just do a don't uh, okay, put it on mute. Okay, let me put it on mute here. We don't need to have This is gonna be on again. Um it's okay. on mute. Okay, so we're good. All right? Right? I'm, so I'm loving sharing. this. Okay, so sorry, I have to hide your continuum for a second here. Um, no, the are continuum we is the okay. greatest thing ever. Okay, so
0: share screen. Does the continuum make sense, everybody? Yeah, we write it in your comments and then, um how the continuum doesn't make sense, and I'm I will destroy you
1: on how it makes sense. I'm kidding. I love the pod, you guys. Then, also for the prison want. folks, like if you've ever been hit by a prison guard, like leave that in the comments too. Like, yeah, because you were challenging whether that actually happens or not. So for all of our jailbirds. I so was? this is it. I didn't want to show this because of the, the violence ahead. of it, but uh it's a no audio. Looks okay. like a hippo. hippo. Oh, you go ahead and comment on it. Oh, how long is this thing? It's all not right. That long, so think.
0: this line's doing the thing to the hippo. He's just it's not true. even that big of a hippo. Actually, look at that. It's crazy how hippos though. Like, it's pretty big, huh? Yeah, oh, it's I doing mean, it's what big. you're saying, right? It's doing that big. That's not even the worst one, but yes, yes. Okay, bro. There's his jaw. Look at his jaw. You have no idea
1: what happened. I guess they didn't. No, no. They show the one where he grabs it by the head, though. It's I'm... right there. This one right here. I don't Can know I why do it doesn't it. show it. Are they not going to show it, bro? Because it on? didn't happen. You think it's took in the books? Oh, that's horrible. It doesn't show it. Let's see if it. It's I thought a... I saw it probably now you got fooled and i could have It could have been one of those
0: you are the biggest you ever see a male hippo kill a baby it's horrible There it can be
1: a bunch of mishmashes right that's
0: what i'm saying i just told you if if, if i fooled. haven't seen it it it's not a video on youtube it doesn't exist holy
1: cow what are those birds doing to that thing yeah eating them eating all kinds of things yeah i have to find it that's no tragic. it doesn't exist bro you keep going i'm gonna i'm gonna find it while you're looking
0: look at this this is this is what i don't like what is that a bunch of yeah he's gonna die probably who the hippo yeah i mean if he's that's too many lines if he hasn't gotten out of there by now he's got he's got a problem that's the issue
1: that's the issue though right with um like a lot of the stuff with the wild is that even when you win you can lose right because if you get some type of injury oh he got away if
0: that's the same video
1: so I don't understand. Away.
0: See, that's what they do. And then every other animal's just like, what? Well, I mean, they're doing it to each other. Wait, you're not putting it up here, bro.
1: No, I know. Because I was going to look for it while All everything's right. happening. Oh, yeah. here, Here's this one. Holy cow. Yeah, here's this one.
0: That's a little rhino, though. He doesn't have
1: his full tusk. Yeah. Like- a lot of this depends on size, right? Like it's someone will see a smaller bear going up against a different Bring type of animal and they'll go, oh, that's, you know, see, they beat him. It's like, well, that's just one element of it. Um,
0: baby, dead hippo, horrible! Oh, this is bad. The hippo, yeah, he kills the gazelle. So hippos don't see well. So he's just hippos, just all worked up, kills the gazelle. Um, on accident, sorry, because he's just all worked up.
1: Are these guys not going to show this or what?
0: We're going to end up. No, this is this this is one I've seen a hundred times. This one isn't that the one? No, but he bites the lion's head. But it wasn't that the one where he messed up his jaw? No, he bites the lion. No, 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 no. No. Watch right there. That's it. That was what I was looking for. I know, but he doesn't, the lion's fine. It doesn't hurt his jaw. No, it's, it's, it's the lion's fine.
1: Oh, they, oh, they, 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 they 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 hoodwinked me, man. You are the Uh, master of
0: not wanting to get hoodwinked in these videos. And I got got hoodwinked
1: because we just talked last week, right? About those moose elk videos where they say, oh, he had to get the people's attention. Then he takes him to this, this place where the baby was in distress. And And it's a different video and they get like a hundred million views. And you just got, I got smoked. Wow. You do know your, um, I know my violent African Savannah stuff, right? Yeah. Wow.
0: Okay. Quick story. I worked at a place with, uh, um, a lion, a female lion and a hyena. They would all, they'd be transferred to this big area once a week. So the lion would have to run past a wolf, a mountain lion. I think a coyote, a tiger and a, and a hyena. And guess, a guess which animal The lion that was born in captivity and the hyena that was born in captivity. Guess which animal when the lion was running through, because the cages were all along this area where the lion had to run to get to this other area. He'd have to pass all the the wolf, the tiger, the mountain lion, and the hyena. He'd have to pass. Guess which animal he'd stop and fight with through the bars? The wolf. Incorrect. The hyena. It's so deep in them to hate and kill the other one. Guess... So lions do a... Oh, oh, hyenas do a, God, what was it? He would do like, um, the weasel sound. No, it wasn't the laughing stuff. It was actually a different call that the hyena would do. The lion would do his call. Guess the only animal that would chime in right after the lion, the hyena, the weasel, the hyena, they are closest to weasels, but, and then the hyena would do his call at some point. Guess what? The only animal that would, the wolf wouldn't howl. the, the tiger wouldn't do anything. The freaking lion. Some let, beefs. They had to let each... Some beefs. They run deep, though. You Yeah. Know? like Crips and
1: bloods. Yeah. Or it's like um, something from Game of Thrones, you know? Like the Targaryens or something. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Targaryens know. in the... Um, What's the... The North. Uh, or, or the no. Lannisters. The Lannisters and the Northerners. Yeah. Yeah, you're born into it.
1: I love like... You hate them. I love that like somebody lets you borrow money, and then you give them back the five bucks, and you're like, a Lannister always pays his debts. Oh, I've never said that. I that my wife got me into that show and it's i it's great i because I, I i said what everyone says that hasn't watched that show which is i don't care about dragons dragons aren't real i don't want to watch it and then you see it and you're like this is so good what was so i thinking good. that was what i was thinking i wish i had more time to watch those classics. i'm gonna shows. watch it again it i only me like i think i've only year. seen it one full time oh you got to see it again I still remember the red wedding, and um, and also I, I I've been sucked into the whole TikTok thing a little bit, mm-hmm. and I see all this um, classic Sopranos stuff. Oh, and really? It makes me want. You watched uh,
0: one Sopranos? Yeah, That's and, and it shows that, and yeah. so
1: um, they sh- they do these like highlights of the young the young nephew or whatever of Tony. I don't know who he is, but he's the guy who's dating the girl um yeah like chris malta that's right and then they also do the older guy with the grayish blackish hair yeah who had the hairstyle like that holly who's like a legit gangster i believe in the past um he was kind of young. yeah he was like street a lot guy. of those guys were yeah so then or some of they, but they would show like like highlight 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 of these guys and just, yeah and then i'm like oh i need to watch this yeah it's a good show you know special so. anything um dog related or no dogs we should, we, I, De bro, we spent
0: 45 minutes on dogs on the continuum. I know. That so was heavy. I hope that people understand, uh, what the continuum is and how, how they can reduce a behavior by understanding the inherent nature, reinforcing value of a behavior and then applying timely, proper corrections or technically punishment in this case to reduce the behavior. There's other ways to reduce a behavior. By the way, without corrections, there is behavior just not being reinforcing. Then there are trainers who will say, "Why well, I guess counter surfing is just a good example. Trainers that will say, well, we don't believe in punishment. So you should reinforce your dog. This is what they say. And it's the craziest thing ever. They will reinforce their dog every time their dog does not jump on the counter. Hey, I've got another example for you.
1: Which is never ending, right? Because they don't jump on the counter. You're just hoping that
0: the reinforcement of not jumping will eventually get to the point where, where it, it, it sort of overtakes all the time and there's no time for the jumping. The problem is that they don't realize is the inherent value in jumping or counter surfing. There's value, there's reinforcement in it that they're getting and just reinforcing them when they don't do it is hard to do. What did I say? How far you go down that, that. That punishment thing is, is how quick the behavior will be reinforced. I could teach my, there's two, there's a few ways to teach my kids not to steal. <clears throat> I could look at them and say, if you ever steal, here's what's gonna happen. You might go to jail, you might be in trouble. You might I could say a number of things. Or every time we leave a store, I could give them a dollar for not stealing. What do you think is a better way to do it? What do you think is quicker? What do you think's easier? What do you think's the first. The former is an easier way, or you do like my mom did. I stole a caramel. I was like five or ten. She made me go back to the store and give back to him. But also, she could have just given me a, given me a piece of candy every time I didn't steal.
1: But th- I think the problem with that Which is insane. Giving someone a dollar thing is you are assuming that they're giving gonna pair someone it. a dollar associates that in any way. Even I know. if you tell that's them, the, that's the problem. Yeah, even know. if you tell them, it was either dynamart mr dynamart i think or uh, what is it off-grid dogs or whatever one of the two who left a oh, comment Connor. last week about not talking about certain force-free folks not that we really bring people's I names know. up but my thought on that though was um it's tough it's tough to have a podcast where you're trying to communicate things including punishment and you know operant conditioning right and not and, talk
0: about what they may have heard
1: Yeah. Not what they may have heard, but also you've got a channel like this and then videos that you do where a, someone might be threatening you or they might be just really, really negative and critical at what you're doing. And then you have the next level of like, um, dog daddy where somebody's actually being, you know, canceled, so to speak. So it's like, it's hard to avoid the fact that this is a very contentious Issue in that what we're, what you're trying to teach is actually has higher stakes than one might think, and there's a shit ton of flack that can come from just doing what you're doing.
0: Yeah, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
1: That's why we potentially might bring stuff like that up from yeah, the I, other side.
0: I I read that comment and it wasn't off grid dogs. He would never say that. It was somebody who said, "Hey, you guys, you talk too much about the positive only folks." I've thought about that throughout this podcast. Okay. It only comes out when it comes out. Like I, it only comes out and I've actually changed my, because of that comment, I've said a little bit like some trainers will do as opposed to the force free folks. I've now saying, because I I agree, I don't want to become this. We're always railing against this group. I'm so I, I'll say it, you know, I'll say it and I can't change yeah, one not. comment or I can't just change things. But he's right in a way of like, we can't just be like always go after these, <clears throat> these people because the message is lost. If it becomes, it seems like something else. It's for one spur,
1: one certain yeah, trainer try- or a number of trainers. Yeah. That's not what I'm doing. Yeah. My also, I remember talking to you about this, this week as well, where you have a criteria to talk about training of, aggressive and reactive dogs and that criteria is if you want to talk about it you've got to be about it and you have to show your work So it's a good way to put it. so since you have that kind of um, what do you call it criteria criteria to do that you know when other people are trying to sell people on why your way is wrong and they're effective at, at convincing a lot of people that your way is wrong, When I don't believe that's true then it's like am I just going to ignore the fact that 50% of the YouTube population is getting a totally different story and not address the um but what I told you the other day like on Tuesday or something like that was when if you do train those dogs you don't want to be giving too much credit or too much love to people that are criticizing who are not training those dogs whereas a dog daddy or a Garrett wing if they had a B for a different uh, difference of opinion, they're at that level of training so many dogs that you're like, okay, well, we got to address this. So it is in part my job.
0: <clears throat> in not it my, my main job is to educate, show you guys videos, do this podcast, talk about the continuum and things that will help your life. That is by far my main job. I have another job, and my job is to educate people on the best way to train and in part, well that that's yes that's the my first part part of that is by saying this other way that you might have heard of that you might be shouted down with in the streets or in the comment section or by your in-laws and you might be told and they might be able to articulate it very well it is part of my job to say here's why and it's your job to believe me or not Right. If I say the force-free people have to show you the videos because they're not in the trenches and they don't get it and their talk doesn't matter, not it matters a little bit, it actually doesn't matter until they attempt to do it with the aggressive Dogo Argentino. It is partly my job to bring that to your attention because you may have never thought about that. In the same way, Jordan Peterson, I will watch him and I will go, I've never thought of it that way mm-hmm. because why the heck would I think of it that way when that's not my job to think about You're these social that, issues yeah. in this unique way? And I, I haven't, it's not my job. So he says things and I go, that's genius. I've never thought about it. Well, my dog is jo- dog training. It's my job to tell you yeah. why you should or shouldn't believe that. Then you can, you can say, Oh, Joel, they can they can talk to me as much as they want about how to train my aggressive dog. <clears throat> I love when they talk to me about it. You're wrong. That's fine. If yeah. you love it, keep listening. Yeah. Then 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 do it, and it, then maybe you'll get to a point where it doesn't work, and you go, Ah, maybe I'll listen to this Beckman cocky arrogant Beckman guy. Yeah. And you might not get to that point. It depends on your level of pain and your level of um, um. What's it called when you indoctrination and you're, then you, 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 might hit that threshold and you might, and your level of open-mindedness, but it's up to you. I can just give you the facts and cool. th- me saying that is not my opinion. Me saying you have to show the videos is not my opinion. How is that an opinion? But no, I mean,
1: pr- uh, teaching, teaching the, the, the idea of teaching and the idea of learning, right? say you're going to mentor somebody. And the first thing you say is, well, there's a couple different ways to grow up, right? You can grow up and you can join a gang, right? Um, and you can gangbang or you can get a job and you can start working. it's like, well, there's a lots of good, you could take a lot of good things away from gangbanging. It's like, yeah, but I need to kind of point them in the <laughs> the direction I need them to go. It's a good point. And so it's like you, by ignoring that. And then also like, I even think about, um, like learning things, like la- like learning languages, right? So, people would say, "You want to learn how to speak Spanish? uh Just go to school. Just go to high school. You learn your Spanish." Yeah. And I go, but but is it actually true? And then you go, you know, you meet people six, seven years of school, nothing. They can't speak Spanish at all. They go to the country for a year. They speak fluent Spanish. Yeah, and that, and and but I actually, fluent, I but... yeah, and I speak an okay amount of Spanish and better than your average gringo, right? And what I found is that. By actually speaking it is how I learned. And the the reason I figured this out though, is I was seeing a four to five-year-old who could speak at a much better level than I could, who'd never even been to school. And I'm thinking, well, look at that. They speak way better than somebody who spent five, six, seven years doing it. Mm -hmm. What's the reason? Because the the method of learning, and and my daughter's running into this a bit with high school where she's getting into the higher levels of Spanish, but she doesn't get to speak Spanish, right? So you're not training the dogs. You're not speaking Spanish. You're not doing the thing you're talking about. That's right. And so it's like, why am I not getting good at Spanish? Why am I not getting good at aggressive dogs? Well, because you don't listen to Spanish, and you don't speak Spanish, and you don't read Spanish that much. Yeah. And now you don't. You wonder why you don't speak Spanish.
0: Yeah. My my daughter does Duolingo. She's she's uh, every night she does a little phrase on Duolingo. Mm -hmm. The only reason she does it is because she's got this insane, it's like 700 days or 500 days. Like that's my daughter though. She's like that.
1: My daughter can't speak a lick of of Spanish. And you know how I learned how to do it, right? Yeah. Your trips to Mexico. Well, no, before that I was doing an online that's called italki. And essentially you just get on video and pay like someone in a foreign country like Colombia or Peru or Mexico and you just talk online. And so what's funny, and it actually gets back into, cool. and I hate to get it back into dog training, but let's do that for a second, is the re, I was thinking, explain this reinforcement to me. Imagine I had a, a teacher who's in Chile who was helping me out. And so imagine saying something, um and you say it slightly off, right? Like a verb in the wrong tense or something, okay. right? And you say, you say estuve, and he says estaba, right? But he he kind of yells it at you, right? You're like, uh, you estuve, and he goes, estaba. And you, you go like, whoa, like, He interrupted me to say you said it wrong, right? Yeah. So you're getting that that immediate feedback that the way you said it was wrong, and then you correct that feedback, right? Perfect. So so versus, how do you do that? Sitting with your Spanish book, right? You just don't get that feedback, so you never know, and you're just not giving the practice either. Right? Right? Yeah. So what would that be called? The the shouting interruption. It'd be a mark. It would
0: be be a marker. It would be, it would stop your rehearsal of the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then it would be, it wouldn't really be much of a punishment because you're not, he's not scolding you. He's essentially stopping you from rehearsing doing it wrong. Yeah. Which is very true it's and huge. very and very powerful. The you, we talked about it in this podcast, right? Just the doing the thing over and over again pathways in the brain or your pathways were formed in saying it wrong. Yeah. And he had to shout it out of you to stop that pathway in the mix. My mm-hmm. my clap method or my walk into them on jumping method or my release correction or my whatever is a is a sort of immediate stop and, and, and do those, it's like a
1: rewiring of the those neurons ha- almost, right? It is. Yeah. See, that's, that's amazing. Cause if you think about, um, even with like language production is when you're trying to, t- when you're trying to speak for the first time to the thousandth time, your brain is turning, like trying to figure out what to say. So there's an actual process of trying to like generate it. So if you never open your mouth and start speaking, and you spend five There's years. There's a whole missing finished? piece. Yeah, you never even right go in it, the backyard. If and train you the never dog. have an aggressive dog on a leash,
0: you're you're missing eighty percent of it. And and that's not an opinion. I, I don't. It's it's because it's just not an
1: opinion. And but don't you kind of laugh? because Okay, you maybe see, it's
0: eighty percent an opinion. Maybe it's seventy. Maybe it's ninety.
1: It's not an opinion. But think it's about n- sits and stays. Brain right stuff. You see me with my dog that i don't own and i start doing basic obedience and i i show you and you'd be like cool bro that's cool good job yeah now you're not gonna be blown away now if i took a super aggressive dog in front of you and and you know shape the behavior you'd be like wow that's cool right but it's it's apples and oranges right yeah it's it's <clears throat> just like uh handling the um financial advisor who you're getting in an argument right? At the grocery store versus dealing with a, you know, an irate inmate in the penitentiary. Like you can't say they're the same type of, they're both a disagreement, but one has way higher. That's a good example. I'm getting paid the big bucks for that. I should get a bonus.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's coming. (laughs) Yeah, sure. As soon as we start making money on this podcast, your giant bonus will come. We technically make money. It's just so small (laughs) that we don't notice or we don't really
1: check it (laughs) or we don't care.
0: Yeah. Um, no, that's a good example, bro.
1: Yeah. I, I know you have a, um,
0: stakes are high. Man. You better get good at something, man. Yeah. You're going to go to Mexico and you, you, I mean, you can go to Mexico without learning the language, but, um,
1: and it's amazing too. Example. even just last thing I'll say about that is when I was out there, uh, for a week in Mexico, I mean, yeah. In Mexico, in like Sonora, I brought you back to Mexico. I was, I love Mexico. I was out there in. I'm speaking to everyone in Spanish. Yeah, I know. And it is just better. Yeah, I'm just in the mix. I I got all the dogs around me. You know, I'm really doing, I'm really doing it. You're
0: in it. All the senses
1: are happening. You're getting better
0: by so many different ways of getting better at Spanish. Yeah, we're eating types of
1: food. Because you're immersed. You hear how they're saying it. They're talking about the type of, you know, putting salt on things and everything. And the inflection. Yeah, it's all there. And And then hand motions. Like they were saying. Wait, wait, you can't get
0: that from reading a book?
1: No, I know. They go, they bro, go, just
0: read articles
1: and papers on how to learn language. They go like, come on, go, bro. Dale, dale. And I'm like, why do you keep saying dale? They're like, I think it's short for andale. And I, I was thinking some of them, they, um, they would say like, don't even listen to what we're saying in Spanish. They're like, we aren't even speaking the right way. And I'm like, I don't even care what the right way is. I want to speak the way you guys are speaking. That's yeah, better. I don't <laughs> care how they're speaking in the, in the university. No one talks like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No one trains dogs like that around here. Yeah. To All right. Back. That's enough. Can we do a... Can Every time, can we write on this wall? Every time there's something to do with dog training that relates to the real world, we write that thing on the wall. What's everything? Yeah. So we just put like Spanish... Behavior. What's the definition of behavior? Or one of them. It's movement. Is it action? What is the definition, definition of behavior? No.
0: But my, my first... Behavior teacher wrote this the first day. He's like, what's the definition of behavior? It's movement. You could argue it's even brain movement, right? There's little movement in your brain with electrons. You can argue that. This is not, there's many definitions of behavior
1: and the way in which one acts or conducts itself. I disagree. The way in which an animal or person acts in response response to a particular situation (laughs) or stimulus Um yeah, the way in which a I'd natural phenomenon or a machine works or functions right
0: Move, movement in my opinion yeah there's a lot so how do, how does dog Your stuff professor and, was wrong bro how
1: does dog stuff
0: and uh and and people stuff it it all applies it's all similar um um we can ju- we can do it all day and talk about the application of it now aggression and what i do is much more common in the dog world i would say well maybe not if we like let the prisons loose or something it would be different
1: what do you mean like there's more I'm aggression. in the world
0: of aggression, right? That's kind of my thing. It's you look at my channel, there's there's unsocializedness and it manifests itself in aggression and potentially dangerous behaviors. I said, I just said it's more in the dog world, and I would think I would agree with that. But if you open the gates of the prisons all over this country, it's possible it would be more in your everyday life. And even right now, it is in our everyday life. And if you have kids and you live in a major city.
1: I think and you're not also thinking de- about that stuff. You there's something you got to be thinking about that. It depends on the life stage you are too. I think when you're in junior high school, high school, I think aggression is more. You know, you can't That's get true. away from it. It could be even some people you would label your friends and other people. But if you think about, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, that when I was freshman in high school, it was like I had. You're gonna be surprised by this. I had like a really big mouth, right? Yeah. I talked a lot of crap. I know you won't you can't believe that, right? But yeah. but I talked a lot of crap. But eventually, if you talk enough crap, there are other guys in the school that don't like that. Yes. And in which case you're something's gonna to come to a head. Yep. Right. And so that's where that you learn, you know, you get some punishment, so yep. to speak. You get unwanted consequences. And then once you have those unwanted consequences, you can either I mean, your life will change, right? Either you're going to be fighting a lot or you're going to be changing your behavior,
0: yep. right? Yep. Hey, we got to get to What?
1: We should do the stuff. voicemail first. Yeah, I got it right here. Okay. I know we've been talking about dog training too long. Let's talk All about right,
0: one next. voicemail. No, this is all dog training. One voicemail that I am going to share with you is right here. <clears throat> this is from a lady. It's seven minutes long. Sorry, I forget your name. We cannot play this whole search for the T, voice message. Trisha, Trish. All right, here we go. Ready for it, people?
1: I think they're ready. Hi, this is Trisha, and I'm calling Trisha. regarding
2: the latest podcast. Um, I heard no. what
1: uh, Eric said.
2: As an oldest millennial, I'm I'm like him. I'm in the same age group, and I just wanted to say that, like. The older generations, you'd think they'd have a better handle on correcting their dogs and their dog's behavior. But in my experience, um, I'd say it's a pretty mixed batch. I think it comes down to personality and not age group because my father-in-law has like Ooh. large dogs that he never corrects their
0: behavior on. and he's- Shots okay. fired. Trisha, uh, father-in-law stuff. So here's Trisha's situation. I listened to it. Father-in-law brought her kids over. Dogs launch at the kid's terribly trained dogs. Not, I don't think, super aggressively, but like jumping, like dangerously. The father-in-law puts the dog in the crate. The dog freaks out in the crate. The father-in-law just let the dog, lets the dogs out. Trisha and her husband don't want to go over to the father-in-law's house. Father-in-law doesn't want to put the dogs away. Then she told a story about going to the neighbor's house, little yappy dog in the background while they're talking, yapping the whole time. Both older folks, father-in-law and lady. Her experience is it's mixed bag. Older does not necessarily mean better well-behaved. <clears throat> I agree. This is percentages wise. I will tell you from many thousands of clients, some people won't like this. Not every old man is a good dog trainer. This lady's father-in-law, it's not not even a good dog trainer. It's just, I would question what's going on. I'm going to tell you a story. To after I do or no? Well, what's up with him not, Caring about his grandkids. Like it's the weirdest thing in the world. The father-in-law is pushing back. He's like, well, you guys can't come over if my dogs can't be out. Like, which is insane, right? There's a lot going on here. Priority issue. Okay. Quick story. Our daughter was two years old, maybe three years old. My grandmother, who I was very close to before she died, we took my daughter to go visit my grandmother. I only saw my grandmother once or twice, once a year at most. She never met my granddaughter. We go out to her house. She had rescued a dog. Dog jumps on my granddaughter. I was like suspect when we went in and I looked and at your the daughter. dog on my daughter. Yes, I was suspect just seeing that dog. Oh, we rescued this dog, and I'm like, oh, this sucks. I hadn't seen my grandmother in a long time, so I'm like, okay, we got to watch this. Told Liz like we got to watch this situation. Well, sure enough, the dog jumps on my grand my daughter, and I didn't like it at all it was there was something to the jump plus it's a rescue my grandmother doesn't know what's up with the dog nobody with a rescue truly knows what's up with the dog in the first year okay you have to see all the triggers i go grandma i love you i love you we gotta go yeah later peace out she was like we were supposed to spend the night dude it it was it crushed her she had nowhere to put the dog she didn't create she lived in the middle of nowhere she lived in like the woods or, so we couldn't there was nothing to do people don't
1: put their dogs outside anymore
0: my yeah we couldn't put this dog out run away there was nothing to do well, we had to leave things. we had to leave i didn't see her again but well i saw her again before she died my point is that's the choice she's making and she's making the right choice this trisha she basically does not go over there anymore she has to go you got to keep your kids safe the second the second point is that i want to make is Old men are the best trainers there are. I know it's not a plain with broad, broad brush. I I've learned more from my old man clients. My over, I'm almost fifty, so I can't say fifty over my my over sixty year old man clients. I've learned actually something from them. Yeah. I don't learn a lot from
1: clients, to be honest you with know you. know the old the old <laughs> adage that says. Uh, experience isn't the best teacher. It's the only teacher. (laughs) Oh, that's, that's kind of true. That's a good one,
0: huh? I I haven't learned a lot from, um, my 21 clients. I've learned stuff from old man clients and the older lady. I did a video and people commented on how much they liked it. I go, Oh, to the dog, I go, Oh, that's your mommy. And the Mm -hmm. lady looks at me. She goes, I'm not his mommy. I'm his owner. And I go, (laughs) Touche. <laughs> yeah, and you've been watching like, the videos, yeah, right? I was like the weak one, and she's yeah. like, she's like, put me in my place. Like, it no, was funny because I laughed. We're but. not messing around with this dog. Yeah, right? she's like, don't call it my, my, you know, me or his mommy or something. Yeah, listen, the ladies right. her experiences that 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 time doesn't. But I will tell you, after thousands of clients, um, generally the older ones are better than the younger ones.
1: What what is weird to me though too is, and I think people you know as some someone in their 40s life advice i could give to some of the younger folks is yeah i hear all these issues of people oh my mom's doing this my brother's doing this and we're talking people that are grown right they're adults yeah. um who have families and stuff and i always like talk, i go like who cares what the, who cares what your sister is doing mm. like, like just don't talk to her about that well she brings it it's like tell her not to bring it up and be like just you know you don't ha- if you're if you're Sister or your brother is ruining your life, right? You don't need to talk to them, right? And you can even you realize mom, how hard this is. I don't care, even if you're it's so you're hard. a callous individual. True, true. More
0: callous true. than most. True. Right? You told me a story that maybe I can, well, you can't share you, that story. I'm not going to share that story. But you told I'll me share a, your story. Okay. <laughs> you should no no another a different story. By oh. your parents getting divorced. Oh, and you're like yeah, I didn't care. Like you're you're you're. a it's pretty crazy for a 12 year old boy not to care. Yeah. It, but you, you're but more callous. Story, than but most. the
1: story, the, the reason behind oh, that thought is if you have a, right. people screaming in the house all day, all right. then all right. when you go to a place and there's no screaming and your dad's happy and your mom's happy, you're like, yeah, this is really not that bad. You
0: realize how hard it is to sell. Some individuals
1: don't talk to your sister. I don't care. Well, <laughs> what I'm saying is like, I'm not saying if you want to live a miserable life, then go ahead. No, you're right. But if, but, even with someone's mom, but even with someone's mom, your brand is not there. I have a great relationship with my mom, great relationship with my dad, with my kids, with my wife, with my uncles and aunts, but even with uncles and aunts, right? As you start to have Christmas and in different, you know, Thanksgiving parties and stuff like that, there's this pull away because the, we all had the same kind of grandparents, right? So then it's, people start bunching off into their own Mm. family. They don't want to meet with the same group and stuff. And so it's like, there'll be these like infighting over, well, he doesn't want to go to this. And he does. I'm like, who cares who wants to go? Yeah, you If they want to go, they want to go. If they don't want to go. Some people weirdly care. Yeah. I just think you can't. I don't get Control it, other people. So you need no, to. you can't. And like w- I talked about my little hierarchy the other, you know, about four weeks ago about the hierarchy of what is most important to you? Is your family most important? To you? Well, even within family, there's a subset. Kids are, you know, wife and kids usually at the top of that hierarchy. So my, my main thought is my wife and my kids. And then from there, it's my parents. Now people beyond that, if they, if someone's like, if my aunt is just like, Hey, I'm, I don't like your dad. I'm not going to talk to him anymore. I'd be like later, you know, I either wouldn't care or I would just not talk to her either. So, but you have to eventually cut the cancer out when people are trying to interfere with your life. I'm yeah, like Dr. You, Phil today. Yeah, you do. You do. But it's hard for people. They have a different experience growing up. And yeah. Uh, and I wasn't talking about Trisha either. No. Of I actually no, but I really wasn't because I I, no, didn't I didn't hear the were. full video. So I yeah, I'm just saying. Um I but my point was more I around go. what you were saying. But what you were saying was about your grandma. Like, it's okay to just be like, sorry, we gotta go, bro. Well, we had to. Like we're we we got to go like later. I, I know it hurts you, but like your enjoy enjoyment of hanging out with our daughter is not as important as our daughter's dogs face. getting bit.
0: No, it's right? not even close, so, it, but it
1: was because,
0: okay, my, my grandmother's enjoyment is 100% going to be over. My daughter's face being bit isn't 100% going to happen, but one is so much more serious than the other. So there's a hierarchy. Yeah. So, so then and, and an odds thing, Right. 100% my grandmother is going to be super duper unbelievably sad. 100%. 1% chance my daughter's face is going to be scarred. Unless it's 0.0001, you have to make that decision.
1: Yeah. You have to, right? You constantly. That's decision making. You have to make mature decisions that's and, pros and cons yeah and if you and know, you're
0: weighing different. things differently and i know people who don't weigh pros and cons well and it's very strange to me yeah you have there to. are these things that there's a one percent chance of them 100 chance of the other you still got to do the thing that there's a one percent chance of
1: yeah but there's also things like walking where there's a solid cliff cliff face on both sides and you're like hey let's go ahead and go out there and you're like yeah 99 percent of the time we're fine it's like yeah. 1% like, yeah, I'm not going i just don't go out there. Like it's all right. The reward doesn't match the, right. There's also an age right? thing. Like I'm never jumping out of a plane. I can't say I'll never, I'm not out doing it. It doesn't even excite me. Well, if it has excited me, I would have tried to do it a long time ago. I just yeah. never, it's never come up. Right. Um, I'm not doing it. One thing I want to tell people before I'm not go, riding on a killer whale ever again. One thing I wanted to clarify, I didn't get to say it during our dog segment but which is basically this whole podcast but was around when you work with these aggressive dogs i think people that are watching are like oh he's probably so fired up he's got this really big kanye corso coming in yeah you're not like oh this is great this is a super out of control reactive monster dog that can bite my arm off like i'm so excited to work with this you're like okay well this I'm is what worried i get about, paid for. i'm
0: worried about the other dogs i'm worried about myself i'm worried about your employees like, injured the employees i'm worried about the client i get into such Stressful. a mode my my trainers will be watching me do what i'm doing in the middle of aggressive thing and there's a dog barking and i'm telling the employee close that door my employee has one thing to do yeah, I know. close that door yeah and i'm in the middle of because my 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 senses are so heightened that I'm aware of where every dog is, where every client is, and where every employee is. I'm even aware of that door needing to be closed in the middle of doing this thing with the dog. The My employee, who they're awesome, by the way, and I, I understand where they are. They're watching. My my, my senses are at a different level. Mm-hmm. And so I go close that door because we don't want to hear the dog barking just for the video. Yeah, you're... And I lose nothing on what I'm doing with the dog even. Yeah.
1: And- No, that's, that's cool, but I don't know. um, No, that's, that's true. And then the one thing I would say just from like a mastery perspective of your in the mix training, these dogs for any, and I know you wouldn't want me to share this like in a video, but podcast, we can say whatever we want, but the, the malice video with, which is the The Rottweiler Rottweiler going against Prince and the kind of beef that was going on with them. So for, if you're bored this weekend, (laughs) take a look at that video and get to the part
0: Rottweiler to the search bar.
1: Yeah. But it might even come in up with malice. It but otherwise sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't come sometimes up. it's not. Sometimes it does. I don't know what the oh. deal is. Um, but it, whatever it is. It's called malice. It's red and black and it's it shows the Rottweiler or whatever. And Prince. And they're going at it. And um, and it's about six months, four to six months ago, probably when we put that one out. But anyways, if you go to that video and you go to whatever the little spike is where um the dog kind of goes at Prince, there's multiple whatever, spikes, but yeah. And he goes at you, slow that down and oh, watch. Yeah. Watch the way you move out of that. You can see that in my last video.
0: You do that again. I have that clip. I pulled that clip out. That malice video has a five-second thing in my last video. About I not four minutes not
1: one then.
0: Yeah, I added the clip about four minutes in, oh. and it's the exact part he's talking about where the dog flips, and I move, and then I you move moved the leash. Then he takes his mouth, and he just barely goes up to my hand and then i flip it
1: it's it's pretty wild it, actually but i think wild. we didn't want to draw a ton of attention to the fact that dog was trying to come at you a bit well, he wasn't necessarily coming at me
0: but but his it hand, doesn't mean you don't move your, your hand, hand away close it doesn't hand. mean you don't move your hand away
1: yeah but it, but it, i just think if you are a up-and-coming dog trainer and you love doing this stuff if you watch that video and you watch the way you moved out of the way it was like you you were unconsciously good. competent. Yes. yes you just—you yes. knew where to move. And I think that gets back to that point of the, the correction yeah. when the, the customer doesn't know how to correct. Whereas like you do it enough times and you're just, you're gone. Yeah. It's like the boxer who has already done a little turn before. Yeah, Boxing is uh, a good analogy. You think. know, hey, so, I got to go. go. I got to go. All right.
0: You got, you I hate to, to, I hate stay to dinner, dude. Yeah. Hey, love you guys. All right. Next That's time. It.